This one we're here to review a brand new one. Just dropped on Paramount Plus uh, about a week ago. Or no, no Friday. Friday. Yeah, so not even a week ago. Uh, Orphan First Kill. So we're here to talk about that. Uh, me and Mindy, I know you were very excited about this one. I really was because I watched the first Orphan back in the day in 2009. I, honestly, I agree with almost everyone that says that it's a very underrated gem. It yeah. is. It, it's not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me because, like, the first one was a really, really good fucking show. Yeah. It was just really good. It was really good. And then back in 2017, before COVID and everything, they had talked about doing the prequel. Right. And then they started to get closer to, like, 2020, and, like, you found out, like, in 2019, you found out that she had actually signed, uh, Isabel Furman had actually signed a contract to come back as Esther. Okay. Well, then COVID hit. Yeah. So this movie was actually supposed to come out, like, a year ago. It was already filmed. It was filmed. It was done. It was wrapped up with a bow for like a year, year and a half. Right. And they kept on. And like the thing is, it's like they kept on having dates for it yeah. to come out. Shit, it was supposed to fucking be on Netflix instead. It bounced from streaming service to streaming service. First, it was supposed to be on Netflix. Then it was going to be on Peacock Premium. Then it was going to be on HBO Max. And then it was going to be at Paramount Plus. And basically, the fans, plus myself, kind of realized that every time they were saying that it was going to come out, they never actually came out with a, with a trailer. Yeah. And then once they said they were coming out with it in Paramount Plus and in theaters, then the trailer dropped. So everyone, plus myself, was basically like, no, nah, it seems like they're going to do it now. So, um, a lot, we're going to get into it, but a lot of things bothered me, and they'll bother you as well if you've watched the first one as much as I have, and if you love it and whatnot, it is going to bother you a little bit, not going to lie. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm here to nitpick. That's what I'm here to do. That's what Daniel asked me to come on the show to do. That's why I'm here. I'm here to be a nitpicker. You're here to talk shit. Not talk shit. I'm just here to be a fucking nitpicker. Like, if you're going to have a movie, be, like, 
before the movie, if you're going to do a prequel, get your fucking facts straight. That's fair. And if you don't have your facts straight, then don't fucking say anything. That's my that's my issue here. Like you first you got a nine year old. You got her as a nine year old. Mm-hmm. Then we're supposed to go back two and a half years, and she's gonna play a ten year old. And it's like, what the fuck? How is she ten? Yeah, a lot of it doesn't make. And do you think that a lot of it, a lot of the problem is the length of time between the first one to this one? Or does that? Well, not much yeah. Absolutely, but I already knew that that was kind of going to be the case. Because this is like because a long of the fact that it was so long. Like yeah. I really, I knew it was the case. Honestly, I will have to say, guys, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be trash. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be one of those that I make it 15 minutes through and it, I have to shut it off because I just can't do it. Yeah, I thought it might be, too. I mean, I came into this in a weird spot to where I didn't see the first one. So uh, th- this was kind of my yeah, first... Yeah, because that was around the time that I had moved out of the house, guys. Yeah, and it just, it just never popped on my radar. Streaming services weren't really big back then. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised she didn't watch it with her mother, though. She loves Yeah, no, movies. I never saw it with her. So uh, I, I didn't... This is my first trip in the kind of Esther's world or uh, quotations, yeah. uh, whatever the fuck you want to call her. Uh, but the, the, this this story, it's not even the character because it's technically a different character, even though it's the same actress, but uh, this world. So this is kind of my first step into it. And I thought it was all right. I didn't hate the movie. I, I didn't think uh, usually, and you're more, for me with certain horror and, I don't know if I could really call this a slasher, but I, I don't know if I would not call it. It's more of a, just a psychological horror flick. Absolutely. But, uh, when, they're you, when they're based on, like, one person and how, like, sinister they are, kind of like American Psycho and even, like, uh, what we watch with Agnes and, and that, those aren't my favorite type of movies just because I, I don't really – it's not my style. But I can still appreciate them and, and what they do well and what they don't do well. And I thought this following Lena and... And even it, Norman Bates and... Uh, and Psycho, Psycho. Stuff like that, yeah. So it's not my favorite type of horror. I, I'm much more of an ensemble. Anybody could be the main character, but you have someone that's clearly is. You're a whodunit. Yeah, yeah, I'm a whodunit guy. But I do like... And I like when our hero is usually not a mass murderer, and that's like the villain. Uh, I'm old-fashioned, I guess. And this kind of played on who's the villain. Yeah. It did that a lot. It did. And it did it in a good way, especially because you didn't have that many options. You had two big ones, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, as someone that's a huge Julia Stiles fan and, and love, uh, you know, you and me grew up on uh, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. It's still my favorite non-horror movie. I love that movie. Too. I'm, that's probably my favorite going, I'm probably going to read that poem that she reads to Heath Ledger is my ballad. I'm already, I'm already like all in on that. Like I really want to do that. No one fucking steal my idea. Yeah. Don't take it. It's mine. No, but that movie. Uh, Julia Stiles is a good actress. She's good. She really is. I mean, and I grew up on like Daniel said, some things I hate about you, but I also grew up on like her other pieces, like Save the Last Dance. Yeah. Fucking iconic. 
Like, you should not be able to audition for Juilliard while you're doing a ballet hip-hop routine. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. But she made it work. She did make it work. She made it work. I mean, she, even her dance double said she did a lot of that shit. A lot of the movement and a lot of the stuff was actually her. And that's impressive. Yeah. It's very impressive. And she was so, because she wasn't, that was the dance move. She wasn't in Bring It On. Mm -hmm. Yes, she was. She wasn't. She was. Uh, no, no, she artist. wasn't. No, she wasn't. That was Christina. Okay. Yeah, I get those two mixed up. Because they kind of work with each other. They do. Um, but she was like big in that like rom com two thousand. Yeah. So. Like she was very rom comish. Exactly. Like I didn't watch her that. Oh, she also did the remake of The Orphan. Yes. I forgot about that. She played the mother. She, she played. Did. She did the remake of The Orphan. And for big budget stuff, like she was in the Bourne movies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and obviously the Omen. Uh, so she's been in some shit. I mean, she's a great actress. I think we all know her. Even like, not in a horror way. Really. I mean, she's been in a couple. She's been in some horror movies. She's not a scream queen or anything no. like that. But uh, especially because her movies are less slashers, more psychological. Yeah. So she, but she's a lot of fun to watch. I like her as an actress, and uh, I, I thought she did a good job. I thought Isabel Furman. Uh, apparently, she really killed. I didn't see the first one, so I can't really talk about it. But uh, apparently, that's like a career-defining performance. So I don't know if you can say more about her performance here, if, if it didn't live so, up to anything or not. Um, there's the thing. You're kind of you're you're comparing the nine-year-old. Here to a 23 year old. You're right. And that's hard to do anyway. Yeah. And in the first one, this little girl went hard. Yeah. Like, she honestly, I, I believe we did our top 10 scary kids, and I believe she was like my number five. Even though she wasn't technically a kid, I still believe I threw her in there. Um,. Oh, yeah, you did put her in there. Very, just very cynical child. And you can just see it. It's in her eyes. Like, a lot of the times, guys, I'll say it to Daniel and stuff, and you kind of get what I mean, that I kind of think he just bullshits it. But I don't know if you guys know what, what I'm talking about, but it's like the evil and the darkness that are behind the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You can just see that this person is just, evil. Yeah, there's just the they've already reached the point of no return. There's no going back. Exactly. And also she hasn't really been in the in the limelight or spotlight at all. Yeah, I mean she's done she's been in some big movies but not like starring roles or anything. No, she's very I hate to say this, but she's very forgettable. Yeah. I mean she she was in Hunger Games, so I guess that's that's something. Yeah, but I would say the orphan was her biggest hit. Biggest starring role, for sure. And I think that's why she came back to do the second one. Yeah. I mean, I think this is, a, like, I've heard people call this one, like, a head-scratcher, why it exists and stuff. Because, like, Orphan was, like you said, it was an underrated gem, but it's not like it was a huge success when Mm-mm. it came out. So it's kind of weird, like, oh, like, uh, 11-something years later, let's make a prequel to it. But I don't think that that's necessarily a bad way of thinking that they did that either because this movie like going into it without seeing the first one i didn't mind this movie and i thought well not Esther, lena she was good 
I thought Loris, or not Loris, the other chick, Isabel Isabel Furman, I thought she did a pretty good job in the role. And, uh, like, to make me believe that she was still a kid, even though she's clearly not anymore. But she's still short, so that works in her favor. Sitting there drinking wine. Yeah. On a laptop, covered in blood. She has no fucks, man. She's got no fucks given. She really does. Well, first, let's, let's. Let's be back here. I, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, for the spoiler-free and whatnot. We're really, we're not going to be able to focus that on that. Cause yeah, I mean, we kind of just did. So We kind of just did, so we're not really going to go that deep with spoiler-free. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, go ahead and just click do it off. Do you recommend this? Because um, I don't know if I do, actually. I would recommend it to people that were waiting for it. Yeah. Like, if you liked the first one and you came in, but you also said they'd be mad. Like, are people going to like if, this if they're fans of the first one? If, if, here's the thing. If they're super fans of the first one and they've seen the first one more than, like, three or four times and they know, like, the info has been ingrained in their brain and everything, they're not going to like it. Yeah. It's not going to live up to expectations. Absolutely fucking not. There's way too many differences. But if you had a mild interest and you liked the first one, you're probably going to like you're it. You're going to love it. Okay. It's it's gorier. It's it's really good. And the way that the, that just the ending scene comes, because we all know that this, we all know from watching Orphan, we all know that her first family in America dies in a fire. Yes. The fire scene was gorgeous. So, if you like special effects and you like stuff like that, I would definitely recommend it to you. Okay. If you're one of those people... Oh, and I will have to say, I'm going to say it right now. Say it right now. This movie is so fucking dark with this lighting. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. I couldn't see a fucking thing. I couldn't. I mean, honestly, if we weren't going to review it for the show, I probably wouldn't have seen it by now. I probably would have waited. Yeah, because you had to make yourself. I mean. I'd literally turn off all the lights in my house, guys. Yeah. And put my brightness on my phone all the way up. Like, it was that bad. Yeah. I'm not that blind. It was even darkish on, like, a big TV, which was weird to me. It's just too dark. Like, yeah, yeah, sometimes horror movies can be dark. And I will have to say the first one did have scenes that were a little dark with the lighting and whatnot, but this was just too much. Oh, yeah, because there is horror movie dark, and then there's, like, unwatchable dark. Like, yeah. just dark, dark. Like, and that was just, that was unwatchable dark. It yeah. was just too, it was too bad. Like, almost edited not the right way. Not edited, but, like. And I think they made it so dark to make Isabel Furman look younger. Yeah. I think... Well, because if you can't see her, you don't know how old she is. Exactly. <laughs> if you can only see the pigtails and the dress and whatnot, of course you're going to think she's a kid. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think you're right. That's why she wears the pigtails and the dress. She's not stupid. She's a fucking serial killer con artist. Yeah. She ain't dumb. No. So... Like, she's literally, like... Hey, so she's the opposite off, of dumb. I mean, she's a genius. We start off here with a young lady named... Anna. Mm-hmm. And oh, and I would like to go over this too, guys. In the first one, it said over and over and over and over and over and over and over again that she is Russian. She's not Russian. No. And the first one, well, well not she, first one. The second one, like... they confirm it. She's actually Finnick. Oh. 
Okay. Not cynic. She's cynic. Without and cynic people are what comes out of Estonia. Yeah. And Estonia used to be a part of the Russian Empire until their First World War, where they had their independence and they became separate states and whatnot. So she is from there. Therefore, she is Finnic. She is not Russian. No. So that's a big halt there in the story. I really didn't like that. But we open up to this young girl named Anna. She's starting her first day at the psychiatric hospital. She's getting fucking strip searched and shit. If you get strip searched on your first day, take that as a sign, people. Mm-hmm. Take it as a sign. Of what? That you're going to get fucked up. <laughs> so... She goes in the psychiatric facility. The doctor's taking her down the hallways and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, orderly comes up. He's freaking the fuck out. And he's like, Lena got out of her room again. Yeah. I don't know how the heck she did it this time. But she got out again. And we can't find her. No. Don't know if she's in the building or not. We need help. Yeah. So the doctor's like, hi. And, like, he says something. And he's. So they called it Ethiopian, is what they were saying. Ethiopian. Ethiopian. Yeah, yeah. Is what they were speaking, but it is said that they speak Russian. Okay. So I'm just gonna say he said it in Russian. Yeah. Um, but he basically told them to lock it down, and they hit the alarm button and they locked all the doors and everything, and they put Anna in what they thought was a safe. <laughs> well, Anna hears scratching and whatnot, and she turns around, and there's good old Lena. Drawing a picture, because that's what she does. Drawing a little doodle. And she's like, oh, hi, sweetheart. Where are your mom and dad? And Lena just fucking ignores her. She just goes back to drawing her picture. <laughs> and she's like, oh, can I see what you're drawing? And she shows her and it happens to be a picture of a lady. Now, again, if this child can draw you within five seconds, run. She's obviously not a kid. No child can draw you in five seconds, even if they are a super genius. It's not going to happen. Yeah. She literally got the drawing done in five seconds. I counted. She didn't even see her face for that long. I don't even fucking know how she ended up doing it. Well, anyways, shows her the picture, and the woman goes, oh, that's really good, because she's going to be the art psychologist. And then she asks her again, uh, what's your name? And she goes, my name is Lena. Yeah, fuck. And she stands yeah. up, and you see that Lena has a pencil in her, in her hand, and it's like, oh, no, this early... And Anna gets saved by the doctors and the orderlies that have found out that where she is. And they tell Esther to drop the pencil, which she does, and they drag her off, which she's laughing about. <laughs> then they show her an art class with the art psychologist. And she has a friend named Iti. Yeah. And Iti is just psychotic. Like, she is just fucking psycho, guys. 
and Isi if her name is said, especially by Esther, she goes nuts. Yeah. Like, she just goes fucking insane. Until Esther, or sorry, and Lena, Lena yeah. gives her a candy, and then she stops. Yeah, well, she gives her a sweet. Yeah. Well, Lena decided to pull that shit during art class. Yeah. Scares the shit out of the art psychologist. And then Lena's just like, oh, she does that. <laughs> and it's but she did it because of you. <laughs> That's why she did it. You just fucking gave her a candy to make her stop. So fuck. Yeah. It was because of you. It's because of you, bitch. Uh, it's just it's so surreal and like it is. She also yelled at the doc. Anna yelled at the doctor at first before she even had the class and was like, "Why did you not tell me that she was a child?" Yep. And. The man's like, it's because she's not. And she's like, what? And he's like, she might look like a child, but in all actuality, she's like 31 years old. <laughs> she's not a kid. She's actually a manipulating con artist who recently turned into a killer. <laughs> so she lives here now. And that's in the first one or the second one? Second one. This is all in the second one. Um... So, art psychologist, she's really shaken up at this point. Yes. She's, she's very shaken up at yeah. this point. Like, she just wants to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yep. And she's, like, at that point, she's okay. She's ready to come back to work. Well, while all this is going on, Lena has a guy that's obsessed with her. So she takes advantage of it and gets the guy to buy her a fancy new dress. And some ribbon for her to wear around her wrist and her neck. Because when she was first put into the insane asylum, she had such a will to be free that she made herself bleed a lot to get out of her bindings. Yes. So she wanted those so she could wear them and be undetected. So this young man does that for her, even helps her put them on their wrists and whatnot. And then she invites them in herself. No. No, no, no. Just no. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I don't care if you're getting your rocks off or not. You're the fucking security guard. If you really want to get your rocks off, go back upstairs and watch her on the camera. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, dumb fuck goes in there anyway, because he doesn't even deserve to have a name. I know what his name is. It's Dimitri, but we're just going to call him dumb fuck. Okay. Dumb fuck goes in there. Dumb fuck. And Lena takes advantage of the situation and starts rubbing his head and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, boom, brain splatters up against the wall. That was a good one. Because she just decided to start hacking his brain. And it's like, oh, God, here she is. Hi, Lena. That was a damn good one. And like, like, she's... She gets off her chair and shit, grabs his fucking key card. Like, she's all ready to go. She's packing shit. And it's like, oh, God, here she goes. And, guys, she gets out of the hospital without anybody knowing. Yeah. No one knows. Well, Anna gets ready to leave and shines her light in her car, and it's snowing and whatnot. And there's Selena right in front of her car. Oh, God. And Lena runs away, 
So Anna runs back inside to tell them what's going on. They check the seed and whatnot, and they find out that half of the seed is cut before they cut, before she cut it. They see that she killed Gumfuck. And so they're panicking and whatnot. And Anna's like, I just want to go home. This job is not for me. <laughs> I'm done. Peace out. Yeah, I'm out of here. Well, she leaves. She goes back home and whatnot. And all of a sudden, while she's getting out of her car, her trunk opens. Oh, shit. So, but there's no one there. Because she takes a couple minutes to, right. see, who it, to see what it is. She's a she's not a child, but she has the body of one. Yeah. She's quick. She's small. She's a fast little yes, fucker. Tiny and fast. So that was too much time. Mm-hmm. It was obvious to me that she was in that fucking trunk. Yeah. No, I I kind of saw that too. So then Anna decides to shake it off and goes inside and. Lead us right there and bashes her over the head because that's her specialty and runs and then it's just like covered in blood and all of a sudden she starts playing the piano and it's like oh my god this she is no fuck yeah she really does not fucking care she's living her face protective her she's covered in blood now I and do, she's just making herself at home she's drinking the woman's wine and everything yeah I do have a question that confused me about the first one. Yes. Seeing this and not that. Shoot. Now, is Lena also the main character of the the first one, too? Yes. Okay, so it's she's pretending to be Esther and Bob. Yes. Okay, okay. Never mind. Because, like, I was starting to think when I was watching, I was like, and then the twist happened and everything. And and I know she was Esther in the first one, so I was like, wait, so is there another fucking demon girl? And and then she's pretending to be this demon girl, but it's a different one? I was like, what the fuck? But it's like, okay. But it's the same chick in both. It's the same chick in both. So Lena ends up going on Anna's laptop. Again, why the hell would she do that? She's leaving her prints everywhere, guys. Not a good serial killer. No. Very disappointing. And she's drinking the woman's wine and whatnot and hanging out. She's having a jolly old good fucking time. Mm-hmm. And she goes on Kids Missing of America. She finds a picture of a girl named Esther that looks just like her four years later from when she was abducted. So <clears throat> Lena's like, all right, well, I'm going to go be Esther. Yeah. She gets herself cleaned up, gets the dress on, gets her ribbons on, gets her ponytails on. Like, she's done this shit before. Yeah. And she gets ready to leave. Anna's not dead. So, Alina slash Esther has always been about showing <clears throat> mercy to something that's about to die. Yeah. She's very much against, she's very much for putting something out of their misery. Okay. So, when she found out that Anna was still alive, she beat the shit out of her until she died. Then she goes to the playground and she stays there and whatnot until the police come and police show up and da 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 da. And she's like, oh, my parents are in America. And they believe her. And then you flash forward to a family where you have Trisha, mother, the father, I can't remember his name at the, point, at the moment, and Gunner, their son. Yeah. They're the ones who are missing this little girl named Esther. 
Right. Well, Trish is trying to get her husband to come up with the fact that she's never coming back. Yep. Well, as she says that, police detectives show up, and they're like, hey, we found your daughter. Yeah, yeah we found your kid. She's in, she's in Russia. Yeah. And so the mother goes to get her and whatnot, and it's just very weird re- reunion. It's very awkward. And then they're on the flight home, and she's showing Esther pictures of her family and whatnot, and she shows her picture of her grandma. She's like, oh, I can't wait to see her. And she's like, Grandma's no, dead. don't you remember? Yeah. Your grandma died before you left. And it's like, oh, shit, she's fucking up. Yeah. And, like, she even knew it. So then she goes to the store to steal, steal a bottle of liquor, guys. Runs to the bathroom and just downs a little thing of vodka. <laughs> like a champ. Beats the shit out of herself for screwing up. And then goes back out. Yeah. So... Super creepy. Very, very creepy. So they, they get home, they get to the airport and everything, and uh, Trisha's like, Daddy and Gunner are downstairs, and she's like, do you think Father will recognize me? And she's like, probably not if you keep calling him Father. And she, like, takes off her little beret, and she's like, oh, look at you. You're like a little lady. And, like, she tries getting the ribbons off of her, and uh, no. Esther did not like that. Yeah. So, they take her downstairs. Gunner's just shocked. Yeah, Gunner's like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on right now? And the dad is in awe. He's so happy. Yeah. He's like, I always knew. I, I always knew no one would ever listen to me or ever believe me, but I knew you were alive. Yeah. And cute, sweet reunion. Yeah. And the dad, was, Alan, was very happy though. Absolutely. And then they get home, and shit starts to get weird and hit the fan and everything. And they have a detective friend who finds out Donovan, that right? Esther, yeah, that Esther's not Esther, and it is, yeah. So the one night, Trisha has to do a fundraiser thing. Gunner's having friends over. Yeah. Lena wants to be a part of the party. She goes down as Esther. Gunner tells her, go upstairs, Esther. And you know what? You can even go living if you want to and watch a movie, but this isn't your scene, so please get out of here. Yeah. And she's like, why don't you go fuck yourself? And he's like, huh? <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. And she's like, no. Yeah. And like, it was. It was so funny. It was funny. It was, like, creepy and funny at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, it was just hilarious. And then the detective comes in. He pretends that he wants to go to the bathroom. But in all reality, he's checking out Esther's room. And Esther finds out that he was up there. And she decides to set off the shower and everything to make it look like she's taking a shower. And she leaves to go to Donovan's house. Well, Mom and Dad get (sighs) home early. Yeah. And Trisha finds out that Esther's not in her bathroom. So she finds out that Donovan was over. So she runs Donovan out and she sees and she finds Esther beating the shit out of Donovan. Yeah. Almost getting him to be dead. Trisha and she's does. like and then, then Trisha watches Esther. Yeah, she watches her. Yeah. yeah. And Esther's like, How the hell did you know I wasn't Esther? Her own fucking mother doesn't even know. 
And he's like, oh, no, kid, she knows. And she's like, what? And then all of a sudden you hear boom, boom, boom. And you look, she looks behind her and there's mommy. Yeah. And she's shooting down the guy. Yeah. And like then like Esther smiles and the mom turns on her and she's like, what the fuck are you smiling at? Yeah. You have no reason to smile. Yeah. And like they sit down and they talk and she's like, wait a minute. So you are a convicted felon serial killer that's a dork that poses as a child. That is fucked up. Yeah. And like, it was just so funny. It the was way funny. She said it. That was the like, moment of comedy in the movie. Exactly. And yeah. she's like, well, you could have ran away and just robbed us blind. Why didn't you do that? Yeah. And she's like, well, I was going to, but I couldn't. And she's like, well, unfortunately, we can't have after disappear twice. My husband's fallen in love with you again, so you're going to have to just. We're going to have to make this work out. We're going to have to make it work out. <laughs> So they get a bunch of fucking girly dresses. She tells him that her favorite color is going to be pink from now on. And she just starts controlling her. Well, Gutter snaps. He goes into her room. And she's like, get out of my room. And he was like, this isn't your room. This is my dead sister's room. And you're not her. Yeah, Gutter figures it out. And, well, it's not hard for him to figure out. He already killed her. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so he knows. He he already <laughs> knew. He knew at the airport. That's why he was shocked when she showed up. Yeah, because he's like, wait, what? <laughs> he's like, huh? I fucking killed <laughs> you. Mom, help me throw you down a drain. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Like, Jesus. So, long story short, she kills quite a bit of people, but then it gets down to her, the mom, and the brother. Yes. And the brother's like, I got this. Don't worry. Throws her down an entire flight of stairs. And she still gets up. She's like the Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, four foot five Michael Myers. And then, then of course, she's not there because she's fucking running. And then he finds her again, and he tries to, like, make nice with her, which that's never a good thing, because she's not one to make nice with. She just pretends until she can get close enough to even attack you, which is exactly what she did. And she took him out with his fencing equipment, because he's a fencer. Yeah. Well, Mommy finds out the gunner's gone, and she fucking flips and shit, and then it's Mommy versus Esther. Before we get to that, can we talk about the rat real quick? Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Daniel would like to shed some light on the rat that was living in Esther's room. Poor bastard did nothing wrong. That's all I'm going to say. He did nothing Daniel, fucking wrong. Daniel, she didn't know it was going to kill him. Yes, she did. She did that on purpose. Because I took that as, like, Esther, like, understood food was poisoned. No, she knew that she put something in the food. The food wasn't poison. Yeah, it was. It killed the fucking rat. Yes, because the rat couldn't consume all those sedatives. She loaded it up with sedatives. To put? To put Esther to sleep. Oh, She didn't have to worry about her at nighttime. I took it as that was the first attempt to get rid of her. She even said when she was pouring it in there, you're going to sleep like a fucking baby. Yeah, but, like, I, I I took all that as, like, she's trying to kill her. This no. is the first attempt. It, okay. That wasn't time yet. All right. It wasn't time yet. Yeah. She just wanted her to pass the fuck out. But well, Esther figured Esther it out. Esther figures out that something's wrong with the food. Yeah. 
So she feeds it to the rat. Rats can't handle sedatives, especially not five or six pills worth. So rat dies. Yeah. Esther puts it in the fucking bitches smoothie. Yeah, that's disgusting. Like, she makes everyone this wonderful breakfast, and she's like, oh, I'll have my usual. I'm just going to make it myself. And she's like, oh, no, Mommy, I need She puts the rat in the smoothie? Yes. Yeah, to teach her a lesson. Oh, that's gross. Well, you don't try to fucking put me out, bitch. Yeah. Because she was trying to hurt her. So she's like, well, here you go. I hurt a rat because you wanted to give me tainted food. So go ahead and suck on that, bitch. Yeah. And she only got one sip in. Before she poured it out, thank God, otherwise I would have puked. Um, but, because blood and guts, dude, I don't care. Yeah. Throw up, fine. Shit, I've worked in a nursing home. But a dead rat. But if if you're eating bugs or drinking a rat or whatnot, that shit just really gets under my skin. I can't help it. Like, I, I gag. Yeah. And I don't gag often. Ask Daniel. I do not gag. No. And so now we're going to jump back to where we were. Yeah. And so basically uh, Gunner's gone now. It's Mommy versus Esther. Yep. House is on fire. Like literal fucking fire. Yeah. The The first fucking floor is gone. Yeah. Well, somehow the father got in the house. And I'm just wondering. How the fuck are these people walking around a house that is on fire? Yeah. And they are not getting smoke inhalation. They're not coughing. No. They're not struggling. Yeah. And they're not getting on fire or anything or even worried about it. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't care if it's a movie or not. At least try and act like it's somewhat real. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? So he shut up. <laughs> so he gets up there and he tries to save Trisha, but she slips right through his fingers. So then he tries to save Esther. Yeah. Well, he does, and Esther breaks and becomes Lena. And Lena starts talking all this shit about how she wants to be with him and like try and tell him who he, who she really is and whatnot. Dad breaks, so she kills him. Well, then, and this is why I have a problem with all this. Lena gets dressed back as Esther and whatnot and heads down the stairs. And, guys, she had enough time to get dressed. The house is still burning. Do her makeup again. Yeah, yeah. The house is on fire. Her room is enclosed with flames. And she's sitting there doing her fucking makeup. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. I thought that was kind of cool. And putting her hair I mean, it's and not realistic. And it's yeah. like, what the and then yeah. she's just going down the staircase that's on fire to yeah. get out of the house. And it's like, uh, is she the Michael Myers of children? Yeah. I mean, I mission? thought it was a cool visual. But... It was a very well, cool visual. And it's visual. also showing you that she is really kind of psycho. Yeah. yeah. Whereas she is just so calm, cool, and collected under something like that, that it doesn't matter that the place is on fire and burning down around her. Yeah, she's and a true sociopath. you bring up a good point with that. Yeah. You really do, because she is psychotic. Yeah. We got to remember this. She's a killer. She is psychotic. Yeah. She's manipulative. She's a Connor. That's why it didn't bother me that much because that's how I took it. It's like, oh, this chick doesn't give a fuck that much. That it's burning around her, and I thought it was kind of cool. 
It just looked cool. It looked amazing. But uh, but I can understand like yo bitch run <laughs> like yeah like I little, understand. Like, it was just a little frustrating. Yeah. It's like you just killed an entire family, and your house is on fire. Get the fuck out the house. Yeah. No, but I thought I thought it was good. I thought everything. Uh, I didn't really like that Trisha was evil too, because like there's nobody to root for in this thing. No, Trisha's evil. Gunner's evil. The only one I voted for was poor Alan. Yeah, the dad I really didn't so know what the fuck was going on. I feel so bad for Alan. He didn't fucking know what was going on. Yeah. He really did it. Poor bastard. He was trying to get his kid back. Exactly. But uh, we gotta cut this show. A little bit early, guys. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was phenomenal. Fucking, I, I would give, well, not phenomenal, but I would give this movie a 6 out of 10. I thought it was very good. I would give it at least a 6.5. Just because, I'm throwing the point five in there because I saw the first one. But it is only going to get a point five for the first one because it, I tried to hold on to the sequel without doing a good job of it. Yeah. They they tried to make it prominent that it was a prequel and everything, but at the same time, they didn't stay true to everything. No, they didn't. So Daniel didn't want to see the original, so it didn't bug him that much, but anybody that does did see the original, it's, it's going to bug you. It's going to piss you off. So uh, with that being said, uh, I, I, yeah, I give it a six out of ten. You want you want to tell the people what we're doing next week? I mean, you know what we're doing. We're going to see it. Uh, we're going to be reviewing bodies, bodies, bodies yes. next week. We're actually going to be leaving for the theater in a few minutes. Check out the TikTok. We're going to be on there. Yes. All day today and whatnot. And um, yeah. So we're uh, going to go check that out. You guys are in the area in Pennsylvania and. It's on a stop by AMC 309. Go ahead and we'll see you there. Hell yeah. Hootie who? Have a good fucking night, everybody. <laughs> As you all can tell, I really am liking the word fuck right now. It's a good one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.